It's Tuesday, March 22nd, 2022. It's Here the Turtle presented by Toyota and there's no Keith. It's Taylor Smythe, ladies and gentlemen. I'm flying solo on this one on Here the Turtle. No co-host this week, but that that could change in the near future. Stay tuned for that. We've got a big episode today. New Maryland head men's basketball coach Kevin Willard joins the podcast for his first podcast interview as Maryland men's basketball head coach. Obviously, the Willard era starting as we record here on a Tuesday, a Tuesday press conference. Coach Willard and his family arrived earlier this morning to BWI, drove down to College Park. They've been all over campus, all over Xfinity Center. A nice little interaction with Dante Scott, interaction with Brenda Freeze. Coach Willard's been all over your social media feeds. But you get him here on Hear the Turtle, and it was a tremendous conversation. And one of the things I think is the the main takeaways before I I jump right into it, because you don't want to hear more from me, you want to hear from Coach Willard, his respect and his knowledge of the history of Maryland basketball, especially around the national championships years of 2002, just some tremendous stuff from Coach Willard. That was around the time he played and got into the coaching game. So really, you know, a big part of his basketball experience was those great Maryland teams. He sort of had starting with Joe Smith through the Juan Dixon sort of area under head coach Gary Williams. His relationship with Coach Williams also one to note here. So let's jump right into the conversation, an exciting one with new Maryland head men's basketball coach Kevin Willard. We're back here on Hear the, Tur- Hear the Turtle with the new head coach of Maryland men's basketball, Kevin Willard. Coach, what does that sound like? New so- head basketball coach of Maryland. Yeah, it sounds great. Um, you know, it's, it's something that's uh, – I've always thought, you know, Maryland basketball was, you know, a premier basketball program. And now to be the head coach of it, it, it sounds phenomenal. What's your day been like? Take, take the, the listeners through the day. Obviously, a whirlwind. They're seeing you all over social media and all the different things. But what's it been like for you and your family to come to College Park? No, for the it's first been time great. Here? I mean, everyone's been so welcoming. Uh, started off nice and early. Uh, got on the plane, landed. Uh, had the cheer and band welcome us, which was great. Uh, my boys loved that. <laughs> uh, and then we've just been touring the, the facilities and, and meeting people and um, you know, just getting a, a real feel for what's going on here. You had an awesome run at Seton Hall. You know, that, that's a great place with some basketball history. You decided to take the head coaching job at Maryland. What is it about Maryland for you that takes you away from a place where you had a lot of success, obviously comfortable up there in the Northeast, take you down a little bit here to Maryland? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's funny. I, I, I grew up, like I hate to say this, I loved Maryland basketball. I, from 99, you know, that run they had with Gary Williams and Stevie Francis and Joe Smith and all those guys, um, they were, you know, College basketball wasn't on TV the way it was now. I and mean, you would you would catch a Maryland basketball game and you'd be like, man, that I want to play like those guys. I love the way they play. I love the passion they played. Um, and I've known Coach Williams. I've known Coach Turgeron for a while. Um, I've always been amazed at how much how they've talked about the program, how they talked about the university, and how they talked about the fan base. Um, you know, for a guy like Gary Williams who's been around this program for decades, uh, to never say a bad word when I've been around about the fan base. He's always talked about how much he loves here. He's talked about how much he loves living in this area. Um, that kind of just, that stuck with me every time I was around them. Uh, and when this opportunity came up, it was just something to, uh, I know the history, I, I know the area. Um, and so it was more or less, I knew I could come down here and, and do the job. And that was big, that was big for me. You touched on it a little bit, but what is your sort of your experience with Maryland basketball's history? You talk about that, you know, that late 2000s, or excuse me, 
late 90s, early yeah. 2000s around all those great players. And you obviously played yourself, so you you know, you know probably played against some of those guys a little bit as well. What do you kind of think of when you think of Maryland basketball? Yeah, I mean, I played AAU with those guys. You know, and, and this is kind of what I'm going to talk about tonight. I, I, always, I, I always thought they had great swagger. Like, I, I just lo- I loved the way they played. <laughs> they had the big bag of uniforms, the red and black. Like, it was cool. Like, and I was, I was 22. When I first got my job with the Celtics, I was 23. It was 2001. So it was right in the run. Uh, of Maryland basketball. And I just remember thinking, you know, that's, I, I would love to go play with those dudes and I'd love to go play for that coach because I just thought they had such an attitude and, and a, a style about them that was so much fun. Uh, that was really typical of what 1999, 2000, if you think about the hip hop area that was going on at that time, it just embraced everything. When you get here now, you look at this area that, you know, Maryland fans are obsessed with the DMV, the players around here, getting those players here. Do you feel like you understand that DNA to bring those type of players here to lift Maryland basketball up? So many Maryland fans, they connect with the Lonnie Baxters, the Walt mm-hmm. Williams, the Juan Dixons, the guys that are from the, you know, even recently, the Jalen Sticksmith, Daryl Morsells. How do you feel like you make it the destination like it was when you were sort of paying attention to it in that sort of era when they had that great run? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think the fact that I've recruited this area has really, really helps me kind of understand kind of the fabric of what goes on and what the DMV is all about, what the type of players are, um, how they play, how their attitude is. Um, you know, that's our goal. You know, I'm going to hire a great staff with local ties that are going to get in there. Um, but we're going to bring – what I want to bring back is I want to bring back an attitude that when you come play at University of Maryland, you're, we're going to have a whole lot of fun doing it. I mean, we're going to play an up-tempo style. We're going to press – we're going to get after on the defensive end. We're going to give kids opportunities to score. Uh, and I want to let everybody know that you know we're going to play with a lot of swagger. You know we're going to play a lot like, a lot like the 1999, 2000 teams played because that's my that's my memory of Maryland basketball. You touched on a little bit there, Maryland fans. All they've talked about style of play. Love the Gary Williams pressing, the up tempo. You touched on a little bit there, but how do you see what you're able to do at Seton Hall translate now to Maryland? Does do a lot of those principles travel, or do you feel like you have to switch it up a little bit now that you're a different league, you know, different stage here? In Maryland? No, I, th- I think that's a great question. I think that's something you know. I've always adjusted my style to to my best players. Um, you know, I've always tried to put my offense around my best players to give them the best chance to score the basketball. Um, defensively, you know, we've been, you know, I haven't played as fast as I want to just because we've been hampered with the last four years with COVID and injuries. We've kind of had to slow down the defensive end, but I'd love to get back to what we were doing six or seven years ago, really pressing, getting after it. Um, but I will offensively, I will, I will manipulate my offense every year to try to give my best two players the best opportunity to score the basketball. You have so much basketball history. You played yourself, your father, a super successful head coach. You know, what does your love for the game say to, to sort of connect you back to this place that loves basketball so much? You know, not just the university, but the area. It feels like that's sort of in your DNA as well, based on your history, of, uh, you know, throughout your own life. Yeah, I mean, the, I look at the DMV area and, and you go back and you look at all the great coaches that have been in this area. And I'm not just talking about Lefty and, and Gary. Um, I'm talking about all the great high school coaches that have come through, all the great AAU programs during this area. Um, it's it's not just you know college. It, it, you have the you have the Wizards in this area. I mean, it's something that I think great coaching. I think the love for basketball, and I have a great love for this game. I love teaching this game. I love being in the gym with my players. I think that's what this area is all about, and I think that's you know that because you have legendary high school coaches uh, from not just one, not just from one high school, but 
from multiple high schools. You have unbelievable AAU programs, not just one AAU program, but multiple AAU programs. And then you have, obviously, great college basketball at the University of Maryland. So uh, I think the fact that there's been great coaches at every level in this area just proves you how much this place loves basketball. You have some experience coaching in this building in front of the atmosphere. Unfortunately for us, it, it went your way. Now on the other side, well, we want it always to go your way. But what was your, your experience with that atmosphere you're in here, and what do you hope to bring back in terms of the energy in the building? Obviously, Xfinity Center at its peak can be one of the best buildings in the country. Well, I think that was, a, that was also a huge selling point to me to come here, um, to come to a, a, an on-campus arena uh, that when you're in here and it's rocking is as, as good as any home court advantage that there is. And I think that's something that – uh, I think style of play is, you know, especially early on here, we're going to play a little bit more free. We're going to play a little bit more. I want to, I want to get the students back. I want to get the students back into into the building and make them part of what we're doing, because you know, college basketball. If you think about all the great programs that have, that continue to win, it's 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 the fan base. It's the home court advantage. You know, look at Kansas. You know, the home court advantage, the student section. So I want to play a style that these students are going to have fun playing. I think we're going to put a you know, make coming to the games an event for the students. I want them to come and say, all right, not only are they going to have fun watching alley-oops and pressing, they're going to come and say, okay, you know, it's going to be a great fan experience for them here. You go from one great league to another, Big East to the Big Ten. When you look at the landscape of a conference that had nine teams in the NCAA tournament, where do you feel like Maryland fits in that landscape among such great programs and when every single night is a dogfight in this conference? Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's, you know, because when I talk about my experience with Maryland basketball, it was obviously they were playing in the ACC. But, you know, I think the way that the, the, the landscape has changed, I think, you know, I could – Maryland has become a, a big part of what the Big Ten is uh, in every sport, not just in men's basketball. Uh, the league is great. It's got great coaches in it. Um, you know, I think my style of play, um, I, I know the league very well just because of the Gavit games. I play Rutgers every year. Um, I've played Iowa home and home. I've played Michigan State home and home. So I understand the league. Um, I know the league. I know the coaches well. I think I understand what type of players you have to have to win and like you said, on a daily grind basis, not just one game, but to win multiple games back to back. Uh, so I think the fact that I knew the league so well also gave me a lot of confidence in what we can do here. When you look at just Maryland as a whole, as a state, as a place to live, what intrigues you about it? What are you excited to see? Go to down to DC, go to Baltimore. What, what are we going to get after? Once, so, yeah. Obviously, you got to recruit, you got to get a staff, all those things, but you know. I, yeah, I, know, I, I don't think I'm going to be enjoying all the all the things that Maryland I'm not going down <laughs> to the beaches anytime soon. Gonna take a little time. No, I mean I one of my favorite places, you know, I, I loved you know, obviously we come down and play Georgetown every year. Um, I love Washington DC. It's my favorite city of any cities that I go to. Um, the monuments, the restaurants, the people. Um, and then as I've recruited here, you know, just seeing the surrounding areas, um, recruiting in Baltimore and, and going up to the Under Armour uh, facilities and, and hanging out there. I just think it has the best of everything. You know, I'm still where I grew up and I, the people I love and know. Um, but at the same time, I think it's going to give great schools for my family. Uh, and it's an area that just gives you so much entertainment, so many things to do and such a pl great place to live. You talked about, you know, prior relationship with Coach Williams. You, you know, you come to a place that has two Hall of Fame coaches from it and Lefty Giselle and Coach Williams. Is that sort of an inspiration for you to, you know, to look up at the banners here and say, you know, that success is possible, what Lefty did to well, you know, inspire a fan base and G Gary with the national championship, that's got to be cool as a, as a head coach coming in. And, and absolutely. And I even think, see what, you know, what Turge did here yep. for the last 10 years, I think he did a phenomenal job. Um, I, my job is to build on that and take it to the next level. 
Um, but I see, you know, they haven't had 90 coaches. There's a lot of programs that go through coaches and one co I mean, this is a program where um, what, what I'm so excited about is that you have a fan base that's so passionate. You have an area that has, has great players and great coaches. Um, if you do this the right way and you build it the right way, you could, I could be here for the rest of my life. You know, I looked at this, this, this last move as being my, my last one. You know, I don't, I'm not looking at Maryland as, oh, hopefully this is a destination job. This is a destination program. Uh, we're going we're gonna to recruit that way. We're going to coach that way. Um, and we're just super excited to be here. When you look at, you know, your message to, to Maryland fans, you've, you've touched on it a little bit as we've gone through, but in terms of, you know, what you would say you want the program to be, what would you say to a Maryland fan that came up to you on the streets? Like, Coach Willard, what are, we, what are we getting after here in, in 2022, 2023 and beyond? No, I mean, I, 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 we're going to get after it. Uh, we're going to get after it defensively, um, and I think we're going to have fun offensively. You know, again, I, I want to play much more up-tempo, much more free uh, than I've played in the last three or four years. Going back, I want to go back to the way I was playing five or six years ago, giving players a little bit more uh, freedom of movement, freedom of, of thing. But I think what they're going to see is they're going to see a, a program that has a lot of passion. Um, I want our kids to have fun. You know, I want, I want people come to the building – you know, I know what it's like in this area. Um, I just played in Newark for 12 years. You know, you, you sit on the Beltway and, and you're sucking traffic. You get here, <laughs> you, you know, you got to wait for a beer. You sit down in the stands and you're pissed off. Um, you know, I, and trust me, I know the area better than everybody. And then all of a sudden, you know, you start, things don't go your way and, um, you know, the crowd gets a little bit unhappy. I, I understand all that. So what I want to do for our fans is I want them to come in. I want them to come in grumpy and they sat on the Beltway and they had a, you know, they can't get a beer right away. They, they got to sit down and wait. But I want the, our style of play to energize them. I want our style of play uh, to get them in a good mood. And when they leave the Xfinity Center, you know, even though they might have to go sit in more traffic, they, I want them in a great mood because they saw a product. They saw players playing with great passion and having tremendous fun. I was going to say New York, New Jersey, not a bad, you know, you know, traffic and no, media I trust and right. criticism. Yeah, I, yeah. You're, you're, you're pretty used to that stuff up there. Oh, huh? yeah. I mean, there's, there's really not much difference, to be perfectly <laughs> honest with you. Um, finally, uh, I heard your son plays first high school baseball game yesterday. Did we get a win? Uh, he did. He got a win. There it is. Yep, he's a catcher. He played. Um, I, was, uh, I was there. You know, it, I, I wish they played basketball because basketball's timed. <laughs> uh, baseball, baseball, you don't know how long you're going to be out there. not. You know, they, they, we had some pitching changes and we had some – walks but uh no it's um he won he's doing great and again my family's so excited to, to be down in this area and be at the university of maryland i was gonna say introduce introduce termination to the family real quick we'll get out of here on this what's 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 the uh, willard family looking like coming down here uh my my wife julie and i have been married for almost 22 years we met in pittsburgh uh met at pitt um love my life uh and my two sons colin and chase are 13 and 15 uh we'll be going into ninth and 10th grade so again that was a big decision on whether i'm going to actually you know make a move sure. and it had to be the right place and obviously this is the right place uh and that's it i got, I got a great family they're excited to be here that they're, they're ready to rock and roll coach well we couldn't be more happy to have you in this place as the new head coach of maryland men's basketball as an alum i can't wait to see what you do with the program and really appreciate taking some time for us no thank you so much back here on here the turtle presented by toyota Big thanks to Coach Willard for giving us about 10 minutes of his time. A long day 
for Coach Willard. He's doing the full car wash. That's what I, they call it at ESPN when you have a guest that goes in and does all the different shows. He's doing the Maryland car wash today. You're going to see him all over the place. But great to have him on the show. And as I said, just some tremendous you know, notes about, about Coach Willard. I, I love the fact that he talked about Maryland's swagger back during that time under Gary Williams. An amazing quote from him saying he looked at those teams and he wished he could play for those teams. Those are guys he wanted to play with, played with an AAU ball. So some really cool stuff there. And then Maryland fans, I know you're obsessed with style of play. Talked about getting back to a little bit of that Gary Williams press. I'm sure that will perk people's ears up. Getting after it defensively, um, and 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 you know one of the things that Coach Willard's been noted for is adjustments and some interesting stuff there of him talking about. You know he wants to adjust his offense to his personnel, um, and we'll see what personnel he does have next year. It was a really cool interaction he had with Dante Scott, and then we saw on Twitter uh, yesterday we announced the coach uh, Julian Reese's mom uh, talked about a little family connection they have. So maybe some good. Um, Roots in the uh, in the ground there for those two guys coming back and playing under Coach Willard. Obviously, you know he'll want to bring back Dante and, and your your Ike Cornish already said he was coming back. Um, Julian Reese, Hakeem Hart, the guys already on the roster, and then you know he's going to get right back out there and recruit, get into the transfer portal, um, and sort of remake this roster as they head into 2022, 2023. And I think what Maryland fans should know is that you know now in college basketball you can flip a roster over very quick. So this shouldn't be for, for Coach Willard. He's not going to try to remake this over a three-year period. He's trying to get in the NCAA tournament, trying to bring back you know the pizzazz to College Park next year in 2022-23. So hopefully all Maryland fans can get out and support Coach Willard. Um, make sure to check out, you'll, you'll be hearing it after this, but all of what he says in the press conference, all the different content coming out uh, about Coach Willard as we go forward. A very exciting day, not only for Maryland basketball, for Maryland athletics as a whole, obviously you know, men's basketball specifically such a heartbeat of this university and athletics department. And Coach Willard seems like the man for the job to take that to the next level um, and bring back to the heights that Maryland fans believe Maryland men's basketball should be on. Obviously, a ton of other stuff going on. Maryland men's and women's lacrosse rolling along as usual. Maryland men's lacrosse destroying Virginia in Audi Field. That was the one I'm sure everyone ex- was excited to see. Um, and a special shout out to Maryland women's lacrosse. Crushed a top 10 team in Rutgers. Aurora, accordingly, your, lead, your leader for National Player of the Year. That You heard that here first on here the turtle we may have a women's lacrosse player on next week that's just that's what we call a tease in the business baseball rolling along in the top 25 and then maryland women's basketball in the sweet 16 this week two tremendous performances against delaware and florida gulf coast they've got a heck of a test against stanford and spokane on friday uh, but looks like brenda freeze's team is playing their best basketball in a couple months now everyone back healthy uh, ashley wusu angel recent diamond miller played great um, in the last two games in the first and second round so some exciting times in maryland athletics um, and we'll see you next time on here the turtle make sure to follow us on all of our social media channels at here the turtle on twitter at here the turtle on instagram you can follow me at taylor smite 10 <laughs> i gotta be honest doesn't matter if you want to follow keith anymore he's not on this show we'll see you next time on here the turtle presented by toyota